Well, we did tell you that, uh, you know, whether it's uh, football players or coaches, as we look back at the season that was, we're going to be bringing them into studio. Uh, because, to be honest, we, we hardly get the time and opportunity to uh, sit and chat with the coaches because of the season that they're involved in. There's games almost every other day. And uh, you find that it's uh, pretty difficult for the coach to take time and come through. If he's not playing, he's watching. If he's not watching, at least he's trying to play golf or having uh, dinner to make up time with the family. Uh, so it, it's, 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 it's hectic. And, and that is why now we're trying to maximize on that opportunity as the season has uh, said and bid all of us goodbye. Uh, you heard yesterday, Coach Militon Shradojevic was here in studio with us and we uh, enjoyed every minute of that conversation with him. And uh, I think today, maybe it will be summarized by his reaction, you know, regarding maybe the season. We'll, we'll pick up on that because he's a, he's a coach that I think has, has done extremely well. Um, you know, a coach that has been very loyal to this one team for the longest time, I think 19 years. Could be more, he'll tell me. Yeah, he's good at mathematics. Me, not so good. Yeah, it was disappointing. Last game of the season, we wanted to finish on, on, on a high, especially in front of our supporters who have been very supportive you know, throughout the season. My first season as a head coach, which I feel we did well. Could have improved here and there. We started well. Uh, we got into the MTN 8 final and we finished six better than last season, you know, in, time, in terms of our low position. Last game, and you know, you know, you're not really playing for anything. You could see the players already on holiday mode. Difficult to motivate. And I think that's what I've been preaching. That's what I've been worried about you know, throughout the week, where their mind is going to be on the game, on, on holiday. Well, I guess that was as a brief uh, summary of it. 0605842250. That's the WhatsApp voice note. Any questions, uh, comments, compliments that you want to share and shed uh, here to Coach Kaitano Tembo, who joins me in studio, head coach and SuperSport United. Uh, good to see you, Coach. Welcome. Thank you very much, Rob. You know for inviting me. You go back to those comments. Disappointment, would you say? You sounded disappoint, disappointed, but what you said was very positive, including your final log position. It'd be better than last season. Why the disappointment? Well, I think uh, firstly, I just want to you know take this opportunity you know uh, to thank the chairman, Mr. Mm. Kulusibia, and his board, uh, the CEO, Mr. Stan Matthews. You know, for giving me this opportunity, right. you know, to lead a brand like, you know, Supersport United, you know, not all the time you get such opportunities. And I think they've allowed me, you know, to grow, you know, as a coach and you know, to develop as well as a person. Mm. And I would like to thank them. And as well as my technical team, uh, Andre, uh, Paul Matthews, uh, Zach Van Eden, Bafana Slali, mm. uh, Betha Maselesele. Uh, Joe Boschiello, uh, Patrick uh, Molepo, mm. Pedro Nusa, uh, and uh, Sipo Mabuza. Mm. And I, I think those guys have been, you know, very supportive. They've been my strength. They've been my pillar. And, you know, sometimes, you know, coaching can be a very lonely, you know, job. But I think they've made it very easy for me and, you know, uh, easy to work with. And I think uh, we've battled together. And also the players. I yeah. think the players have allowed me to learn, you know, with them, you know, along the way. 
they have allowed me to make mistakes and we've learned you know you know through you know those mistakes together and uh, as well as you know the marketing team as well as Brian and uh, Coltrane uh, they've been very supportive they've been always been there for us as a team and lastly i think the supporters you know the supporters have been very loyal to us uh, as a team uh, they've come to all our matches and you know have given the boys that motivation and i think this you know you know you know serves well for 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 the club and i'm 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 really proud you know to be sitting here you know and saying i'm the super sport united head coach because of those people i've mentioned and 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 the fact is and, and i got to say this because people are thinking our uh, coach came to the studio uh, carrying a piece of paper and is reading the names all the names he mentioned top of his head every single one of them and and for me it shows the lack of arrogance that you have in terms of other people. The fact that a family member, you don't have to read up, you know, off the top of your head. Is that indicative of the kind of spirit that you want? I'll, I'll go back to my original question. So it's just important to pick up because I've also got to share this with the, with the listener because the listener is not a viewer right now. Is that important? Was that important for you to bring that family unity to incorporate the people that have got other duties within the club and then give them the due recognition at the end? Yeah, most definitely. I think uh, 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 this is quite a big job. Yeah. And I think you can never do it alone. Uh, it's always important to have people who support you along the way, you know, through, you know, difficult times as well, because that's very key. And, uh, I work with them on a daily basis, and I, I think I know the amount of you know work they put in on a daily basis. And uh, I think it's only fair for me also to recognize them because they make my job easier. And uh, what we've been preaching, and I think we've achieved that, uh, we've been preaching un unity because I think that's that's the culture of the club. It's not about uh, me alone. Yes. It's about us. That's very key. And uh, the success of the club comes you know, through unity. And, and that unity is very, very key. I don't want to fire into the next part of the conversation because, Coach, we don't do interviews on this show. You know that we just have conversations, right? Most definitely. Yeah. We've, we've never scripted one question on any interview. And that is why I said to you off air that it's your first time coming through to this part of the world. Yeah. And, and I understand because you're a busy man. Um, I, I'd want to pick it up then on the season what the expectation was and the journey moving forward. I mean, do they just put you in a little contract to say, hey, let's give Caetano one season or they were able to give you a longer term contract. So we'll chat about those things. We'll chat about, uh, you know, the successes, the highs and lows, you being there since 1999. My goodness. Hey, we're just, what, three years after winning AFCON. Hey, you go figure that. <laughs> That is a very, very long time. And here you are today, managing Supersport United into a very comfortable uh, finish in sixth place. 060-584-2250. Time for news. All right, we're not talking about 11-minute flight here today. We're chatting to the head coach of Supersport United, Kaitano Tembos here with us. Uh, 44 points. That's what they managed to amass after a grueling 30-game campaign. And he's my guest here today. We'll take your calls coming up a little bit later on, though. But I think it's also just important, like I said before, the news, Coach, that 
the expectations from management when they gave you this responsibility and you've thanked them from Babu Kulusbia. He's an accountable chairman. You say chairman's chair, he's here. At times he even brings his own chair and we say, no, 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 we've got chairs here. Uh, please, don't, don't, don't do that to us. Um, Stan Matthews also, another person, accountable. He's available. He comes through when there's a problem or the things to be talked about. What did they expect from you when you started? Well, I think uh, when I took over, I took over uh, last season as an interim, interim coach. Mm-hmm. I think we had about seven games to go. And we were 14th on the log with two points uh, uh, from the bottom. So it was very, a very, very difficult time, you know, for the club. I think we have not done, you know, been in that situation, I think, since 1999, mm-hmm. uh, when we nearly got relegated. And I think uh, they wanted me to steady the ship at that time and not get relegated. And we managed to do that. And, you know, I got, you know... The permanent job. They want me to. Do, they wanted me to do better than last season because last season we finished seventh. Yeah. You know, through all the difficulties, but uh, we managed to finish seventh. And at the same time, I think uh, one is your own. You know, objectives. What you want to achieve, and uh, with the players as well. The players wanted to do. You know, better than the, with the uh, last season. Yeah and uh, try and, you know, compete and fight for the league. And that was, you know, just within the the, the, the dressing room. And the, the the hierarchy really supported us, you know, throughout the campaign. We went through some difficult times when uh, we had a few injuries to, you know, uh, I would say our most influential players. I think we lost Dean, we lost Evans, uh, uh, we lost Bradley, we lost Tabo Myamane. And those were, you know, senior players in the team. But at the same time, I think it also gave an opportunity uh, to the younger players. Because the young players, you know, like Jamie Weber, mm-hmm. uh, Gampandi Lungu, Kamo Matlazi, Sipombule, uh, Kakiso Malinga, uh, Luke Flays, they all got you know, some game time because of you know you know the situation, and I think uh, they had to grow a little bit you know earlier than what we expected you know because we wanted to blend them you know gradually you know into the mm-hmm. team, but they ended up getting opportunities you know to play, and I think in the first half of the season we finished third uh, throughout all those difficulties, but we managed to finish third and. Uh, Second half of the season, we ne- we lost, I think, our first two games. Mm. And after that, we went, you know, about five, six games, you know, unbeaten. And that's when we gained momentum because some of the senior players were also coming back from injury, like Dean, uh, Evans, uh, Bradley also came back from injury. And I think uh, if we want to look back, uh, we'll say, you know, we managed to achieve our goal of trying to finish in a better position than last season. But at the same time, I think we were not satisfied because of our, you know, personal goals, which we wanted to achieve. And what, I think, what are those, though? Your, your personal goals would have been what? When, when you look at last season, number seven finish, this season, number six finish, what would, what would have made Kaitano Tembo actually look at this season and say, 
you've achieved, you've done well. It's been great. Well, for me, uh, I wanted, you know, to try and finish because uh, in the top four. Right. Because uh, it's been a long time since we, I think since we won the treble, we haven't really finished in the top, top four. Mm. So for me, that was my goal. And I think uh, towards the end, we were in that, you know, in a, in a position, you know, to finish higher. Because I think we were only four points of the you know top, which was you know I think Pirates were leading at that time. Mm. I think we got uh, you know two disappointing results. I think when we went to Amazulu, we lost, and that you know really deflated us because we wanted to you know push yeah, all the, the way. The tunnel, the result. The, yeah, the, well, yeah. Well, would, would you say that was a turning point though, in terms of the points accumulation, which was on track, and then you make a track. Because Amazulu, this was a team, again, Kaitano, as you know, that were dark six points, you know. And, and that is why I've said on this show that I've got such immense respect for the head coach uh, for doing what he did. Because if you had to be docked six points, psychologically already, you have a lot to contend with. You know, yeah. Never mind now having to finish in 11th place. Yeah, you miss out on, on top eight. But for the owners and everybody else, that doesn't matter. You still maintain your status. Every month they still get their, uh, you know, close on two million rand for their grant. So those are the important things. They get their TV coverage, etc. That turning point at Amazulu would have been a result of what? Well, we could have uh, still kept on, you know, within touching distance, you know, with the with the top teams because I think at that time we were fifth, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, we were only four points off the top. You know, if we'd won that game. We could have been second, <laughs> so, but that shows the nature of the league, you know, this past season. But it know, made no very... sense, though. Sorry to come in. I was going to ask you this because it made no sense. You talk about the Amazulu game, and if you remember, that game was on the back of what? Of beating who? Of beating Sundowns. Sundowns, yeah. By the same margin. Hey, for you, what do you think psychologically happened there? Because maybe that might have been the point where you were able to topple Sundowns with the 2-0 result, then go to Amazulu, and maybe the heads are still up in the sky. I don't know. You, you were closer to the action. How, how, what is your reading of it? I wouldn't say that because I think uh, uh, the past season, the league has been very unpredictable and it was, you know, very tough, you know, that anyone could beat anyone. So I think that we were prepared, but at the same time, uh, we've got to give credit to Amazul as well. I think they played well on the day. Uh, and also, they were also in, in a difficult position. They also needed the three points, just, you know, the way we needed them as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it wasn't easy. It was a tough game. So credit should go to Amazul because they played well. We, although we played well, but they got the goals. So I wouldn't say that, you know, because we're... We were coming off the back of uh, you know a win against Sundowns. Uh, players were not you know focused because you know of that game. I wouldn't say that because maybe, maybe I it's know. a KZN thing though. Because a couple of games later, if I remember correctly, you were back in KZN, had to play at Herikwala Stadium, a team that's now in the playoff, Marisburg United, almost relegated outright, but they just managed. They hung. They hang on. Change of coach. Change of everything. But they beat you 3-1 as well. 
and I remember the game because I was there pit side and I could tell deep down I I'd, I'd never seen you give that reaction because I think you felt let down on on many different fronts. I know you like to protect the players as any coach should, but I I just got a sense that you felt let down somewhere somehow given the run into the game and also the quality of players that you had at your disposal. No, not necessarily. I think uh, it happens all the time. Sometimes, you know, in different matches, you know, I think we didn't have a good start. Mm. And Marisbeck, uh, uh, you know, had the momentum from from the wet go. And I think we came back second half stronger and we got an equalizer. And I think uh, we had about two clear-cut chances uh, before they scored, you know, Correct. you know their their second goal because we had the momentum in the second half, and we tried, you know, so to try and chase the game, and the third goal, I, I, I won't, I, you know, it happens most of the time that you chasing, you wanna, you pushing everyone forward, and you gonna be caught, you know, on transition because you adding numbers forward, and they got, you know, the third goal, and that really, you know, killed us. But in terms of performance on the day, especially in the second half. We played well. We deserved something, you know, especially, you know, considering our first half, uh, second half performance. Hmm. All right. Questions that you do have for Coach Katana Tembo. As I said, very passionate man, one of the uh, gentlemen of the game that I respect immensely coaching Supersports United. Just giving a breakdown of the season that was. Uh, we've got voice notes that are streaming through 0605842250. And let's hear a couple of them and Coach will respond. Uh, good evening, Rob. This is Lungi from Joburg. Uh, Rob, I just have a few words to Coach Katayno to say that I think he and his boys, they really need to be proud of themselves. I mean, coming from a season where they were practically fighting for relegation and, you know, took, taking them until the last game to rescue their PSL status and to come up really be, you know, in the top five, I think it's very, very commendable. I think really has done a, a great job in terms of transitioning between you and all players. Thanks, Robbie. Good evening, Babu Marawa. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to <laughs> yeah, I guess our listeners never forget anything. All right, don't forget that we are live on Twitter, so we're just live streaming this uh, uh, conversation. Uh, so you can go at uh, uh, Marawa Sports Worldwide and you'll, you'll catch the conversation there. Uh, get a sense of the, uh, the spirit that is here in studio. He looks very relaxed now that the season is over, Coach. Um, a couple of, maybe one or two that I would want you to respond to. Um, the one about George Libisi, what's going to happen to him, uh, seen as a lone player to you? What's the future? Well, uh, uh, I think regarding uh, George Libisi, we've got to respect that he's a Sundowns player. Mm. And uh, they gave us a player in good faith. And we need to respect that. And I think at the end of his loan move, he goes back to Sundowns. And before we can start, you know, deciding and, you know, going out public in terms of uh, what, you know, the future holds, we 
we, we, we need to engage sundowns first if we have to. And uh, at the same time, we also have to analyze his contribution, you know, to, you know, to the club, you know, during his loan move. Then we make a decision from there. Wasn't much, though, in terms of time spent on the field. I mean, would he a player that coach, management would want to keep fresh into a pre-season and then a season coming up? Well, it was very difficult for George. I think he, yeah. he, he came, you know, in, in, in January and there was not much time because he had not played for a very long time. And uh, we were only playing catch-up with him. And we didn't also want to risk him, you know, getting injured, you know, by, you know, overloading him, you know, physically. And also we needed to work on him as well mentally. But uh, it's always difficult when a player hasn't played for, you know, uh, for, for, for quite a you know, long time and then you bring him in January. It's, it's very difficult. But uh, I was happy with his contribution, you know, whichever, you know, you know, with a few, you know, minutes which he got because we had to also try and push him to play 60 minutes. And it was really, you know, dif difficult, you know, you know, for him. But he was a very good addition to the team in terms of his personality, in terms of his, of his attitude towards training. He was very professional. Professional, George Labisi. The, the inevitable question, though, so maybe let's get that one out of the way. There we go to Tamba and Bokang, who are on the line. Lasitja Leduaba says, what happened to the relationship between Tusopala and Supersport United? Where did things go wrong? Well, uh, I think during my time with uh, uh, Tuso, uh, even when I was the assistant coach, I think uh, Tuso is still a legend, you know, to the club because I think he's contributed immensely to the success of the club. He's won trophies with the club and he was very influential in the dressing room. He was a very good player to have in the dressing room. But uh, sometimes things do happen and I think uh, it's also important you know, because I think the club, you know, issued out a statement regarding that, you know, that issue. And uh, all we can do is, you know, wish him, you know, all the best, but he's still a legend of the club. Mm. So things were beyond repairs, basically. There was no way, there was no other solution than the way it ended. If you were to have a constructive hold on the change room for you to achieve the successes that you did in the end. Well, I think uh, besides that, there are issues which are always handled by the management, yeah. and uh, and I think they they did that. You know, I see the someone who said, you know, uh, they reached an amicable, you know, you know, agreement, and that's all I can put it. And I think two so so came in here. You know, I was listening to to the show. Yeah, sure. Uh, and uh, he's still part of us. You know. Because he can walk in any time, you know, you know, to come even, you know, and greet, you know, everyone who he wants to greet mm -hmm. or watch our training session is is allowed to do that because he's still a legend of the club. Brighton Chiwala, Brighton Chiwala on Twitter, says that hey, as a Zumbo myself, biased obviously, uh, Kaitano Tambo is my coach of the season. Performed way beyond expectation. He says, MTN 8 finalist, healthy top six finish, where the so-called big team failed the top eight with two overseas coaches. He says, big up, Kaitano. Uh, Munu Mutem. Is it, what, what, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I hope I didn't swear. No, no, you didn't swear. No, it's, 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 
one of my nicknames, you know, Begum. Yeah. You know how I look. And, and Munu, it means a person. Mutema, mm. uh, it's like duck, you know. So it's like, uh, what is this? Mnyamani. Oh, Mnyamani. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mnyam. Yeah. yeah. So, Exactly. Hey, I'm a CCTV camera as I'm born. Temba and Tembisa, good evening. Good evening, Robert. And your listeners, and good evening to Mutemba Pemba. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's the laughing Temba back again. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robert, uh, we come a long way with uh, Kaitano. I remember we were doing a, a level three coaching course for the professional license. Yeah, so this man uh, is a legend. I learned a lot from him, although. I spend most of the time laughing because uh, <laughs> it is one of my, my <laughs> one of my, my court kids and uh, uh, skills. So I, I kept them going because it was tough. Spend sleep this night for six months. It was nice. So I'm glad that uh, he, he is where he is now uh, to persevere and uh, you see and he's a role model. Is my role model. Is a role model to coaches. You know, Robert. It's important that the coaches must know what coaches go through uh, sure. behind the scenes to to empower themselves. It's important. Why we laugh? But it's <laughs> life. Life goes on, Robert. Robert. It's important. Uh, you need to find time so that we discuss uh, the most important part of coaching, which is education. Yeah. That man is, is educated when it comes to coaching. There are and other coaches that were part of the. The coaching course of Kevin Johnson, so it's important that that those things are, are we, we, we talk about. I know you can't talk about it like you are bragging, no. But it's important to those up and coming coaches because Kaitan is a role model. Make no mistake, he's a humble guy. This is one of the characteristics of being a coach. He's an educator, he's a teacher, he's everything. So I say big up to him. Uh, keep up the good work. Uh, we're watching you. We learn a lot from you. Thank you, Robert. Just, just keep it there. T- Tim, just hold on. Coach wants to respond. No, thanks very much, Mtimbanda. I think uh, him and I, we go a long way. And uh, we've been through, you know, the trenches, you know, sure. uh, through development. You know, you, you was at Sundowns. You know, when we go to scout, I found him there. I find him there. Wherever I go to scout, is there. And uh, when I was coaching development, he was also, you know, at Sundowns, and we went through our, you know, coaching courses together. And I really appreciate, you know, what you've just said. You know, uh, thank you very much, Mtimban. Yeah, thanks. No, well, Mtimban, please, well, can you laugh, man? One, one more laugh for us. One more laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the season is finished, Mtimban. The cockpit, Mtimban. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. It was very difficult to concentrate with him around. <laughs> Imagine being a lecturer and trying to put out a point. It's like he's laughing from his pancreas. Um, Bokang in Elbron. Good evening. Good evening, Robert. How are you, my man? Oh, man. I'm here with uh, Munwa. Munum Tema. Munwa Tema. I'm getting used yeah. to that nickname. Welcome to the show, Bokang. Thank you, Robert. Uh, good evening, Coach. Good evening, Chief. How are you? Uh, I'm well, man. Uh, Coach, uh, I have this question. Uh, we have a certain kind of players in South Africa. 
the likes of Rahali, the likes of Section 10, the likes of Extien, and maybe to the extent the likes of Skoma uh, Samatariana. Uh, coach, yeah. these, type of, these type of players with this kind of skill, how much do we need or how much does that skill relevant to the modern football? And if it is not relevant, what do we do then with this kind of players? Because we have many of them in South Africa. And I see that nowadays in, 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 in PSL, these kind of players with these kind of skills who like to express themselves are no longer being used. What do we do with these players? Because we have plenty of them. Thank you, Robert. I would have also liked to ask this question to sure. Micho yesterday. Oh, not a problem. The, the coaches are going to be coming through. Uh, keep them. I think it's a relevant question. Um, but let me find out what Coach Kaitana Tembo thinks. Uh, uh, what's your take on that? Well, I think I don't know whether I should, you know, you know, respond because the players who've been mentioned, I think uh, they belong to other clubs, and they are also used differently, you know, in terms of you know the team structure. Uh, but at the same time, I think, uh, like he said, that you know that's a, a typical South African player. And I think the most important thing is for them to be taught to be more effective. And I think that's very key because they have to be effective players. You know, that's why you always find, you know, people looking at the stats, how many assists has he had, how many goals has he created, and how many goals has he scored. And those are the things which you look at. And the skill, if you can use it to be more effective and, you know, help to win games because it all you know boils down to winning a, you know a football match i think that's 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 the only area which i feel can be you know improved you know for those type of players to be more effective are you going to go aggressive in terms of the transfer market well i think we 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 always have to try and you know uh, uh, replace you know what we need mm-hmm. and i think that's very important because we also have you know young players coming up and they need to be given you know that room and space as well you know to to mature uh, and we've given them you know a little bit of a test you know especially in the you know previous season and i think it's also important for us to to show confidence in them and and give them that room as well to mm-hmm. to to improve you know in, you know, especially in our space, but at the same time, we also need to beef, you know, beef up in certain areas where we will lose players as well. Like we, anyone, any any team, you know, we 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 will do that. The clearance sale. When do you release that list of players that are to be cleared from the team? Well, I think uh, we we still bees on that. You know, with the with the technical team and the management, you know, I think we'll we'll, we'll do that in due course after we've you know done a proper post mortem of yeah. our season. Yeah. Uh, then we'll release a list of you know who's going and who's coming. Do you think Pep Guardiola should go to Juventus? Oh well, it's up to it's all up to him. Probably is. 
I think you should stay at Man City. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's the news. I don't know if it's fake news, false news, but hey, it's news nonetheless. The bottom line, Coach Caetano, is that you have an incredible group of players. When you see Modiba become the transformed player that he is, when you look at Gekana and the fact that you know national teams starting to tap up on him and his ability... Uh, you talked about Weber. You gave him a chance. Even the last game against Highlands Park, he played. Um, it's it's it, it, it's it's great to see. I think I've always been a big fan of players like Mguena. Rosike goes without saying what, what kind of a talent he is. Um, I think Makhup has also brought a different dimension uh, to the team. And and I really do think, and I really hope and wish that the brand new season offers you that opportunity for you to get into another final, you know, potentially lift the trophy. But Supersport, as you know, don't fire. You know, they're not a firing team. You know, Gavin stayed for years. Pizzo stayed for years. You know, then there was a little bit of a... In between. We can't even describe it, what it was. But then you here to resurrect. You've given them a credible position to finish. And I just wanted to... Thank you for a great season that you've had, personally, because a lot of people were judging you as somebody who might not be able to. And I think you've shown a lot of people that you can. And with that, hold the resolve, coach. I mean, we watch games. Every game we watch. doesn't matter who you're playing against. You know, Sometimes people only watch you when you're playing Chiefs, Pirates, or Sundowns. We watch you when you're playing Free State Stars, when you're playing Pulukwane City, etc. And I think the consistency is there. So from my side... As we flat out of time, I just wanted to say thank you for coming. And hopefully, you know, we can squeeze in a couple of more of these interviews. People on social media, lots of questions I wanted to ask and stuff. That we share the knowledge, you know. Share, understand what Kaitano Temba goes through, what his philosophies are. And it just makes the game that much more better. And well done. Have a good break. I hope you do get time to just kick back a little bit before you get into preseason. Thank you very much, Rob, you know, for inviting me. But I think uh, for me personally, it's always about you know getting better and better. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the game changes on a daily basis, and you've got to try and change with the game as well. And I think uh, for us, you know, uh, we we can only look back, you know, the past season. But what's important is for us, you know, to take the positives, mm. which came out of you know uh, the previous season. And try and you know be better, you know, going into the new season. And like I said, it's always a learning curve. Every each and every day, it's a learning curve for me, for the players. Uh, and we do it together, and we make we make mistakes together, and we correct those mistakes together. And I think uh, that's very important. That's very key for me. And lastly, I think I had forgotten, you know, uh, Godfrey Mosweta, who's been a very good, you know a member of our technical team who's a father figure sure. and uh, where young players can you know you know you know you know go to him as well and you know speak to him you know and he speaks to the young players because he's got you know the knowledge and the, the experience you know of doing mm-hmm. that because he's someone who's been in development for a quite a long time when i retired i found him you know in uh, the academy and uh, he's played a very huge role mm-hmm. 
you know, in terms of bringing in players like the Kemit and the Kamo, mm. uh, and all the young players they've gone through his end, and we need to, you know, thank him for that and you know give him that acknowledgement as well. Okay, before we get into any further trouble, thank you so much indeed. We're out of time. Thank you, Metro FM. We hand over to Tamingu Gubeni, uh, who's sitting in as far as Metro FM talk is concerned. It's been great. We'll catch you again tomorrow, uh, Metro. And of course, we got to Just Ice. What a better way to enjoy your evening than we have Just Ice.